Hello everyone, Tala Falava, welcome. I am your host, Montez Essen, and I will be discussing the topic about Fafa Finge, which is the transgender woman, or known as the third gender of Samoa. So the themes that I wanted to be able to touch upon in this podcast were pride, love, culture, and being understanding. Uh, being understanding that the LGBT community is growing worldwide and that they're being accepted more and more into the community than they were than ever before. Um, being able to understand the people of Polynesia and the Pacific Islands and their views about the LGBT community and their transgender women who are known as Fafa Fingas and being able to understand and knowing that there are people who are lovingly ignorant to the people of Polynesia. I mean, I chose this topic because I know that there are plenty of people out there who know that Polynesia, Polynesian is a sauce that you can get from Chick-fil-A. But Polynesians are the people who come from Polynesia, which is basically a bunch of islands north of New Zealand, uh, which includes Samoa, Tonga, Hawaii, Fiji, Tokelau, and the Cook Islands, and so many more islands. Um, I also chose this topic because I know that there are heaps of transgender women in Samoa who are known as Fafa Fingis, the third gender, and I know that they, as well as the LGBT community here in America, go through the go through different struggles, but are similar. But they both handle their struggles differently. They both go about them differently. Um, it's it's just that people know and are aware of the struggles of those in the LGBT community here in America, and they know what they're going through and that they're getting educated about it. But no one knows or no one understands, no one's educated about the people of Polynesia. Uh, They're not educated about the third gender that we have. And they don't know about the struggles that they go through. Uh, And yeah, I just want to be able to sprinkle some knowledge upon people so that way they're no longer lovingly ignorant. (laughs) So... I decided that I really wanted to focus this podcast in on the transgender women, Polynesia, with the main focus of the islands of Samoa and Tonga. So I chose Tonga because I thought it was interesting that in their constitution, in their doctrine, that it was illegal for them uh, to have homosexual relationships and that the, the cultures is similar to the Samoan culture. Um, I'm Samoan, proud Samoan. I'm proud of my culture, where my people come from. And I think I also chose this topic because uh, my mom was telling me that growing up, she was only allowed to have fafa finger friends and that all the guy friends that she had had to be gay or fafa finger because my grandpa didn't trust <laughs> heterosexual males. Um... And I was just raised around them. They're some of the most graceful people, warm-hearted, most kind souls you'll ever meet. I mean, people are just hands down the best. Um, And I think that's why I want to speak so passionate and so highly of them. Because they do so much for our culture that it goes unnoticed. And no one really knows about it, so... 
in this episode, I'll be discussing the Fafafinghi of Samoa, and in the next episode, uh, I will touch more upon and have more of a focus on the Fakaletis of Tonga. Uh, so a little bit of background, when the colonists, Christianity, and the missionaries arrived in the South Pacific, they try to get rid of or try to ban the practices and some of the beliefs that we have in our culture today or back then. Uh, the missionaries try to ban the idea that Samoans have their own god who is named Tangaloa, who is very similar or somewhat similar to the god that we have in our Bible today. And that they also try to get rid of some of the ideas and beliefs that they practiced back then and replace it with Christianity. And so with the new Christian beliefs set into place, uh, the transgenders in Samoa, the Fafafingas, their lives were challenged, they were questioned. I mean, they had the thought, or they had the idea uh, set in their head from these missionaries that it was every man was made for a woman, every woman was made for a man. God made you who you are, so you are to be who you are. And that was final. And so with the transgender, they were basically a man who was very feminine, who grew up doing both gender roles. And so it was basically questioned by the by Christianity and their beliefs. And so similar events happened with the transgender women of Hawaii uh, when they were overthrown uh, by America and even way before by the missionaries. Uh, they were banned from practicing hula, from practicing their chants. Um, they weren't allowed to. They had to swear allegiance to a flag that they were overthrown by. They were no longer allowed to be proud of being a native Hawaiian. They had to, like I said, pledge to a flag that that didn't respect who they were. And so, uh, their transgender woman, their mahu, uh, they were also being questioned. And there weren't as many after, um, after they were overthrown and everything. And so, the LGBT community in the South Pacific have way different struggles and live different lives compared to those who are in the LGBT community here in America. Um, just touch upon here in the United States, uh, the LGBT community, they put on several marches, several parades, and different movements to bring awareness to their community and to fight for their equal, white, their equal rights and to celebrate the pride that they have for themselves and for their community and those around them. Uh, in 37 of the 50 states here in America, uh, same-sex marriage was legalized and homosexual couples are allowed to adopt if they are not allowed or if they're not able to produce children of their own. Um, although now that they have some of these rights, those rights were never handed to them. Uh, the LGBT community has never had it easy. I mean, they always had to fight for their rights. And, and to this day, they're still fighting. They're still being discriminated against. Uh, there's still hate crimes being committed against them. And there's an accept and today there's more of an acceptance and a more more tolerance for the LGBT community and there's way more acceptance than there was back in the days, believe it or not. But 
that being said, let's jump right into the podcast and learn more about the Fafa Fingy of Samoa. All right, so let's just jump right into things. <laughs> All right, so like I said before, Fafa Fingy is the third gender of Samoa, and they they believe that they were born as Fafa Fingy, and that it all just comes natural to them. Uh, some believe that if there weren't a lot of girls in the family that they would have one of the boys become a fafa which is false um they never wanted to force masculinity or force anyone to become a fafa thing that it all should just be natural and then um fafa thing they weren't raised as neither male or female like they weren't either but they were a fafa thing from like the start from a very young age and at a very young age in the Samoan society there are expectations that you have to fulfill or that are that are required of you like division of labor who does what role who's going to become this when they're older who's going to fulfill these shoes when they become older and so fafafinga they do basically both gender roles of male and female so they'll basically do like the chores around the house uh the chores outside they'll basically any chore you name it they can do it they can do just about anything i mean uh they were blessed with so much talent they can do so much they basically have like the creativity the flair the pizzazz the attitude of women but they have the strength and the stability and just like the powerfulness that a man typically ha- typically has and so the role of a fafa finge, uh they're as i said before they are expected to take on both gender roles uh both female and male roles in the household workforce um they typically stay home do chores watch over the families I mean from what i've heard they're basically the cinderellas of samoa uh, and then, so as a fafafinga, they know that they're supposed to be looking after their family. Uh, they know that their brothers and their sisters or siblings, cousins, whoever it may be, that they go, they get to go on and build their family. But since they're fafafinga, um, they don't have any kids. They don't have partners. Um same-sex marriage is not legal is not accepted in both American Samoa and Western Samoa so they don't have any they don't have a husband they don't have a wife they don't have any kids um so since they don't have the same responsibility as their siblings or their cousins they now have the responsibility of watching their parents and taking care of them as they grow older and basically kind of the role of the older fafafinge women uh they help uh others in the Samoan community understand that they are very helpful for the families for the community and they just have to let other people understand that or let them know that they do so much good for their families and so yeah uh, with these new uh christian beliefs that we have in our Samoan culture today um People are very, they're more understanding 
than they were back then. I mean, Fafa fingers are very common in the Samoan culture, and it's not something new. I mean, like I said earlier, they were here before colonial and Christian influences, and they're still very much here today. I mean, uh, these Fafas carry themselves uh, with so much respect for themselves, for their culture, for their family, for the, the Samoan community. And so that way, uh, they have this out of respect. And so that way, also, the public could also be more understanding or want to be more understanding towards their lifestyle or how they live their lives, how they choose to live their lives. And so with the Christian influences that we have today um, tied in our culture, I mean, at a very young age, us Samoans are taught to to always put God first in what we do, always give thanks to Him. Uh, good times, bad times, it doesn't matter. Always giving Him the glory and putting Him first. Um, even with those uh, those practices set into play now, um, people are still way more understanding than they were back there. I mean, back then. I mean, um, the big Catholic churches, the big Christian churches, the congregations, uh, they don't really give the Fafa fingers a hard time. It's more so the new churches and the new evangelical churches that give the Fafa fingers a harder time and they have more conflict with them. Um, some of those newer churches and congregations in Samoa, they have radio stations which are sponsored by other radio stations here in the United States. Uh, they go on to shame the gays, shame the Fafa fingers, saying that they're worthless. They're considered the devil, they're evil, all this nonsense, I mean, um, and the Fafafia know, like, it doesn't really bother them as much, I mean, they know that everyone's entitled to their own opinion, and that God made them that way, and if God is able to love them that way, or if God is able to love them, then everybody else should, I mean, they were blessed with so many talents and abilities, they can just they can do just about anything um they can't respond or they don't want to respond with hate or disrespect cuz it's at the end of the day it's still the church and they want to show the respect that they have for it um and with respecting the church um depending on the individual and like where they are like some uh some of them still have mad respect for the church that they still go to dress uh they still go to church dress as a male, they'll wear their button-up shirt, their tie. Sometimes they'll wear, like, their nice pants, or they'll wear an ifaikanga, which is basically, like, a man's skirt in Samoan culture. Or if they live somewhere where it's, where people are more understanding or more accepting, like here in the United States, like, Fafafinga would typically, like, typically wear, like, women's clothing, a pulukasi, which is like a two-piece outfit, like a skirt and a top that's handmade and sewn, they would basically wear that hat and like some high heels and no one would question it or even, even give them like the time of day or give them the hard, or they would give them the time of day, it's, they wouldn't give them a hard time about it, that's what I'm trying to say, um, and they have so much respect for the church and so much respect for the culture, I mean, um, in the documentary I mentioned earlier, the Samoan Fafafinga documentary, 
um, there was a Fafa Fingye who, who wanted to show the people of Samoa that he still has so much respect for our culture and, and for the beliefs and the values that we have today that he decided to get a, a tattoo, but it's not just any, like, any ordinary tattoo, so, so this tattoo, um, Males usually get this, uh, males do get this one. It's called a Songai Miki. And it basically goes from, like, the top of, like, your belly button, your waist, to, like, the bottom of your knees, a little bit lower. And so you would just basically get, like, tribal printing, like, all up and down your legs. And so women, uh, they get something similar called Malu, which goes from, like, the top of your thighs to below your knees. And so... Men get the songai miki and the women get the malus. And so he decided um, he wanted to get a songai miki. And if he were to get a malu, because he's a, a fafafinga, if he were to get a malu, he wouldn't be respecting his fellow sisters and he would be disrespecting the culture and the beliefs that were set in place. So like he knows at the end of the day that he is a male and that he is a man, so he decided to get the Songai Miki and respect for his culture. Alright, so that is it for this episode. Uh, I got to talk about the background information of Fafa Fingye, uh, some of the roles that they are expected to fulfill, the acceptance and the views from the church, and how they still have so much respect for the church and the culture, and how there's just a mutual understanding for both, and Next episode, I'll be talking about how they feel some pressure from society, um, their dating life, what it's like, um, and the Miss Sophia's pageant. And I will also be talking about the Fakaletis from the island of Tonga. So stick around. Fa soy fua. Bye. I will see you next episode.